we would like to acknowledge the traditional owners of the country throughout Australia from which we conduct our podcast. We would like to pay our respects to their elders, past, present and emerging. Hey guys, welcome back to Beers and Tears. Today I'm joined with Chelsea Warner. Hello, Hello. how are you? Hi, good, thanks. Thanks for me. No worries. And so so how's your week been? What have you been up to? Been pretty cool. Um the the day that we're um chatting, I'm prepping, prepping um my gig on Friday, my EP launch gig. So I've kind of just been thinking about that pretty nonstop. Um yeah, I mean, besides that. I tried to have a bit of, bit of downtime on the weekend, but yeah, just fully in gig mode. Cool. That's exciting though, actually being able to like have gigs to look forward to. Yeah, I know. It's great. So you are a multi-instrumentalist, singer-songwriter and producer from Sydney. What instruments do you play? I play a bit of keys, a bit of guitar, a little bit of bass, but I mostly just know bass like from guitar and learnt as a piggyback off of that um yeah and then it's yes probably my first instrument yeah cool and so when did you like first start playing music and when did you pick up all these instruments along the way uh I think as probably most musicians I never really remember making like the choice to do it I just kind of always feel like I did but um I don't know. My progression has kind of just been like, I guess I should do this now. I guess I should do this now. I guess I should do this now. Um, so yeah, it started off with um, singing when I was a kid and learning piano and doing the classic like lessons thing. Um, and then I just like b- became the control fam today and wanted to just do everything. So that was probably, yeah, in my like early teens when I started learning more instruments. Sweet. And when did you pick up production? That was probably, yeah, mid, mid-team. I wanted to um, make demos for the songs that I was writing. Um, and, yeah, I just thought, oh, I'll just, like, give it to someone that once I've got a rough thing together. And then I ended up just wanting to do it all myself, apparently. Yeah, sweet. And so Not In The Mood is a single that you just kind of released recently. Um, do you want to tell me about it, what it's about? how it came to be, um, the production and the lyrics. Yeah, sure, sure. Yeah, I wrote it last lockdown. So the first lockdown that we had actually, yes, last lockdown. Um, And it was about like me kind of realising that I didn't think it was as I thought I would. Like I I wasn't actually that, you know, I wasn't that annoyed by having to by myself and you know spend time in my own company I actually realized I was maybe more of an introvert than I thought I was so yeah um I was kind of reflecting on that when I wrote it um in terms of the production I started off with a beat which I've never done before um and everyone's process is different but I would normally like like sit on the floor with a guitar and write the whole song thing but this time it was like you know I was getting into production more um being at home and stuff so I was just making beats and then I wrote on top of it so that was kind of actually a weird order I normally do it in that order cool and so you've recently released your debut EP drama congrats yeah thank you how does it feel to kind of finally have that out now it feels good I mean for me I just wanted to like 
stop thinking about it. I just wanted to like the constant back of my mind that that was what I was working on. Um, I'm sure I'll just replace it with something else. But I think by the time it comes out, um, you've probably heard this a lot, like by the time it comes out, it's kind of old. (laughs) So like this is a um, body of work. It's like sifted through my life's work to find my six favorite songs so some of the songs are really old like from when I was 16 um so yeah good to have it out um keen to you know close the the chapter and move on to to the next thing but before then I just want to like celebrate with everybody and um just bask in the release for now yeah. How, did you have a little celebration party on the day it was released? Yeah, kind of. I, I did have some champagne. Um, <laughs> but, I mean, it's a little anticlimactic. Cool, it's out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yay. <laughs> so, yeah, no, I, I took a sec to, like, breathe it in, definitely. Cool. And so what is, what's drama, first of all? Why did you choose to call it drama? Kind of what is the EP about or what does it mean to you, I guess? Well, it had a lot of different names. I think kind of what I was saying, I I never really sat down write a body of work. It just happened over the years of writing and making music. So I had to add the, you know, title and concept to the fact. Um, So, yeah, I was just kind of collecting all my demos from over the years and I liked the song Drama. Um, And when I had the track list sorted, I just thought it made sense to call it that because, you know, it's about that idea of the invisible audience when you're growing up, when you're like coming of age. Um, a lot of the songs are just about my experience, like my my girlhood and my like transitioning from adolescence to, you know, womanhood. So um, I just think everything is so heightened. Everything feels so like theatrical and you just you have that main character energy. And then when you get a little bit older, you realise that no one actually cares about you at all. Like nothing matters. But at the time, it just feels like everything you do is so scrutinised. So yeah. I think that summed up the the concept pretty well. So I chose it. I know. I love that. I was thinking about that the other day, actually, because um, I was like down at the beach and I saw these like young kids. I, I don't know, they were probably like 12, 13, but they're all like drinking at the beach and like vaping and whatever. And it was just like, wow, they just, it, you could tell that like their whole world was like their world and they were just like strutting down the street and they just like, loved. yeah. And in that moment, you never th- look, you never think that it's like weird or whatever. You're just like loving that moment. And then looking back mm-hmm. at it, I'm like, God, oh, that was probably me once, like <laughs> doing that. Yes. Think you think you're so cool. Yeah. You think you know everything and you think everyone's watching you and like it's your world and everyone else is just living in it, but like you're out of it. <laughs> yeah. It's so funny to look at it now. And I almost miss it. I'm like, wow, that was really like everything was so nice then. You didn't have to worry about anything. You just kind of like did stupid shit and didn't worry about it. Yeah. It was simpler times. I mean, I guess like early adolescence is pretty carefree then at some point the the, like switch just flips and then you care a lot about everything all the time that's annoying but the point where you're just like having fun and you feel like a main character that's that's bomb exactly um what is your favorite track off the ep and why Ooh, my first like instinct was to say that i it's hard to choose one but I'm gonna be lying if I said that uh, I could choose because Nike sweater is just like really 
specialists that include um kind of random of me to choose an interlude but um I've always wanted to make an interlude uh, but never really did for whatever reason and I don't know why but this this song I was just like you know two minutes it's done um yeah I really like the beat switch up in it um and I've been getting a lot of feedback from people it's their favorite track too so yeah I think probably Nike sweater just because it's different something that I haven't done much of before yeah I love that I feel like it's kind of making it like little interludes or little intro songs or outro songs they're kind of little beautiful breakup moments within like little projects and I think they kind of make it a little bit of a comeback and I like it I'm I'm here for it I hope so so do you did you listen to much music while making the EP or did you kind of like not want to listen to anything and kind of stick to what you were making uh no I, I definitely did that would be like hell on earth if I was only listening to that like only listening to what I was making that would be so I'd just like go absolutely insane like at the end of the day when I'm working on a project the last thing I ever want to do is listen to that song ever again so yeah I have been listening to stuff um let me let me figure it out who have I been into I've always Erica Bardu that's um you know she's a real one I love her she's inspired inspired me a lot um I really love Little Sims her new album is amazing um so actually when when I was so good when I was working on this I was um yeah that because it was around the time that album came out when I was finishing the record um and Mac Miller which I noticed your jacket my favorite (laughs) artist of all time so um I've been revisiting swimming actually recently as well it's really nice um because I was like never a massive Mac Miller fan kind of until just before he passed away but I really loved how the story but like he linked swimming and the circles albums and they were meant to kind of come together which is really cool and I Mm. kind of love little concepts like that where like two pieces of work are coming together or there's like a double album or just weird things that yeah so cool play yeah yeah I love that too so did you produce all the tracks yourself on this EP or did you have a little few little people come in to play? Yeah, I had a few little people come in to play. Um on Not in the Mood, uh, which was yeah, the second single from the project. Um Maribel, aka Vetterborn, in for some co-production and, and she mixed it as well. So that was sick. And on on Blush, which is track three, um, Ange, who is an incredible like RB near from Sydney. Well, she's from Barcelona, but she lives in Sydney. Um, she co-wrote and co-produced that one as well. So yeah, I had little little help um but for the most part I needed to really just figure out what my sound was like myself um on this one I think I was really just unsure exactly what I wanted to do um but now that I know this project I just want anyone and everybody to come on board yeah cool and do you ever like produce for other people or is it kind of just like doing it for you for now yeah I definitely do um that's something I'm trying to build more as well. Um, I've produced a couple of Agnieszka's songs, got a few like kind of sporadic cuts here and there, but um, yeah, on that as well, would love to make that uh, yeah, a bigger part of my artistry. Cool. And what? how would you compare like, I guess, working, doing the work by yourself and like producing for yourself and kind of working with others? Like, do you prefer doing it solo or do you kind of like 
the collaboration a bit? Because I figured out I'm not in the mood, I can be interested. So I just being able to be a weird, like, recluse in the studio, just kind of work on it for 14 hours, I do love that. So um, I think I think I love both. It's just different expense at the time, yeah. Yeah, cool. And have you had the chance to gig prior to this one coming up? Have you had the chance to play a gig yet? Yeah, a few. Um, we'll cut short a bit, which is what are you going to do? Um, but I had some support shows earlier this year. I supported Laura. I supported Abby Bella May. I supported Hope D. Um, yeah, and before that, like, um, I've done cover gigs forever, like, little bar restaurant things and stuff here and um yeah I used to play with a, a like ridiculously sized eight-piece band um oh. which is real fun but so you know <laughs> really some so many people um but it was that was really fun but yeah I got set up now smaller band um that will be playing with on Friday which I'm excited about sweet that's awesome um, well, I like to kind of end the episodes by asking a little question on, I guess, after playing so many gigs, do you have a gig horror story where like everything kind of went wrong, be it your first ever gig where it was just like the nerves got you or um, like in conjunction with that, a like happy memory where everything went really happily and everything was good best gig you've ever played I love planning things and being like organized and being in control of things so I had planned out everything like you know where I was going to talk in between songs not that that kind of thing like not too hectic I didn't like script myself but I planned where I was going to talk and where I was going to you know fade songs into each other and we got on did the opening number and it was like headline, it was a headline gig actually. So I was like, I was feeling the pressure a bit. And yeah, we got on and after the first song, the sound guy who, you know, he was just doing his job, just doing what he needed to do. But he like got like from the sound and was like saying we had a dodgy cable on stage or something. Um, so we had sound checked and my little like control freak brain was like, no, the structure, the order. So that, that was really like the worst thing just because um, I was like, we've broke the fourth wall here. Yeah. Well, how do I how do I bounce back? But it was like so fine after that. It was, it was okay. The best gig, uh, when I, when I supported um, Allura, that second show was really fun. The first one was, I was so nervous. I was doing like looping stuff on stage. I was nervous because I hadn't done that setup before. Um, and so, yeah, that, I was just like being a weirdo on stage for the first one. But for the second one, um, because COVID, you have the two shows where you can kind of relax into the second show a little bit. So that was uh, that was probably the best just because that was the first time I ever played at Oxford Arts. Um, but yeah, I'm just waiting to get a funnier bad story though. So I'll let you know next time something weird happens. You'll get one. It'll come one day. It'll be just like, I don't know. I get so many that someone threw up. Like people are always throwing up. I have no idea why. It's just a thing that keeps happening. Either the band member throws up or someone's throwing up in the crowd. And I'm like, whoa, everyone's always throwing up. I don't know. This is wild. Wow. Yeah. So I'm sure someone has thrown up at a show. I just like maybe didn't witness it maybe they yeah, didn't yeah. It. <laughs> it's like in the in the background somewhere yeah do you have like a venue that 
like a dream venue that you would love to play either in Sydney or Australia or wherever? This conversation is so exciting. Like, yes. Um, yeah, I... I've always wanted to play, and that's just because I saw heaps of gigs here as a kid. I've always wanted to play at Emerald Theatre. It doesn't have to be my show, um, but it'd be supporting somebody. That's just like, I think I made my mind up about that when I was like 15 or something, and I went to a show that I was like, I want to play here. But yeah, I don't really know why. I just think it's a really cool, cool venue. I know, I love that. I love going to gigs and being like, wow, imagine being the person playing right now. Like it would just feel with us, with the audience, like when you get a really, really good audience, it's just like so there and so present. It's really beautiful. Yes. Yeah. You can feed off of each other 100%. Oh God, I miss that. I know. Well, I'm really excited for hopefully your gig goes all A-OK on Friday. (laughs) No horror stories to come this Friday. Hopefully you have a lovely rest of your day. What do you plan? Do you have any plans? What are you doing? I'm working on a song actually for another artist. So I'm probably just going to go into producer recluse mode on that one and emerge in like a few hours when it's dark. (laughs) Cool. Well, enjoy that. Hopefully you've got bit of creative spark in you and some motivation and yeah thank you we usually do a little bit of a cheers you can cheers with anything that you have around you have hey, beautiful cheers cheers thank you for having me